Hello and welcome back to the Walking Dead UK podcast. I'm your host Matthew or Matt or Matthew for short, whatever, Matt for short. Uh, joining me today is Ash. Hello. Hello, how are you, Ash? Oh, I'm good, thanks. Good to be back on the uh, show. Yeah, it's good. Uh, I had you on the discussion ones, but as we've got a bigger, I guess you could say, cast, uh, we need to rotate people. Otherwise, it'll get. Uh, otherwise, there'll be seven of us on one podcast. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, listeners, you'll have uh, David, Chris, and Sophie, and of course myself back next week for episode eleven. Um, so, initial thoughts on this episode? Oh, I don't even know where to start. It was such a good episode. Yeah, I found it. It was a nice little break from um, the actual main story. I thought, like, it does. It does like link in with the whole like arc of what's going on. But I thought it was like a nice little break to have like a little bit of comedy to it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, The Walking Dead's kind of good at doing those. Uh, well, quite good as well. Um, it's kind of a similar tone to. Uh, not the episode where they just get to the gates of Alexandria, but the episode after, when they get introduced to, like, Jesse, uh, Rick gets his um, beard cut off. Do you remember that one? Oh, yeah, I remember uh, that. <laughs> yeah, S- similar kind of tone to that sort of episode. Uh, not like a big uh, mid-season finale, you know, uh, massive zombie thing. Uh, there was a good amount of zombie action still, but, um, yeah, very very good episode as well. Um so if we first start with where we start, um, which is, we get a nice, quite nice scene, I really enjoyed this scene, uh, you have kind of Judith, uh, you have Rick, Carl, Michonne, they're all kind of chatting, uh, they're talking about toothpaste, um, <laughs> they're talking about, um, I think it's because Carl's throwing the ball against, when you sort of throw it against the wall, it hits, um, you know that thing you can do against the wall, with a uh, oh, yeah. tennis ball. Um, and it's because Denise said something about um, that helping to improve his sight or something. So that was quite interesting. Um, what did you make this first little scene? <coughs> I liked it. It sort of had like that little family essence. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sort of gave it like that essence of normality. Like they're starting to go back to like a normal living schedule. Yeah. Which I uh, thought was really good. Like Michonne and her. Um, <laughs> I forgot what you called it. Dressing gown? Yeah, dressing gown. Um, oh, yeah, dressing gown towel on her head. The uh, Rick's housewife and that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, it was a very nice little scene. Uh, I really like when The Walking Dead does these kind of scenes. Uh, it doesn't happen too often, so you have to make the most of it. Uh, yeah. We then... Uh, if, I don't know if you noticed, but right at the very, very start, you see Rick making a new hole in his uh, belt buckle. Um, I did notice that. I was, the only thing was, was I was trying to figure out if he was making it larger or smaller for yeah, himself. I wasn't sure which end of the belt it was, yeah. Um, most, most belts, I don't imagine it's because he's getting fatter, because most belts, like the first thing you come across, is like really far away from um, your belly, I guess you could say. So uh, maybe he's getting thinner. Yeah, I thought that was like when they were on about like trying to find more food and um, medical supplies. I thought maybe they're <coughs> struggling for food, so that's why he's like losing weight. Yeah, that's but not then right. I was just trying to figure out like yeah. on a belt, what buckle would that make it larger or smaller? Mm. Yeah. yeah, it's not very good to uh, be getting thinner, but uh, I'm sure they'll sort it out. Of course, Rick's not going to die from starvation, so I think we're okay. Um, yeah, we're safe. Yeah. 
pretty much. Yeah. I, I've said before, the two characters on this show that are permanently safe are probably Rick and Carl. Uh, yeah, I agree else, with that. Obviously, someone like Denise is more likely to die than someone like Michonne or Daryl. But, you know, because Michonne and Daryl and those are, like, still bigger characters. But yeah. um, they can still die, possibly. But very, very unlikely, basically. I mean, uh, at the moment, like, the way I'm feeling, I'm sort of feeling a bit, like, sceptical about Daryl's survival through this um, season. Like, I don't know if it's just me personally, like, feeling that he hasn't been given as much, but I've noticed lately through like, the, like, the previous episodes, they've slowly been giving him more of a role. Mm. Yeah. So He was, uh, I know last year when they were filming, I know he was uh, doing two other films, so he may have been quite busy, because uh, he was doing Air and he was doing Triple Nine. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. So that may have taken up some of his, quite a bit of his schedule. Um, if we move on, we then get a little scene with uh, Daryl and Denise, uh, and they're talking about, you know, he's getting, basically, they're getting lists off of people, because Daryl and Rick are going on a supply run, they get a list from Eugene, and they get a list from Denise, talking about, um, pop or soda, I can't remember which one says which, um. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think Denise said pop, and then, uh, because like Daryl was used to soda, so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, something about where she's from, uh, you say like a different one, uh, that sort of thing. <coughs> um, it was a cool little scene, not too much here, um, apart from like Tara speaks in her sleep, apparently. <laughs> she yeah. just, uh, drinks in her sleep, so that's, uh, yeah. Uh, so obviously Denise and Tara are, I guess, living together in a relationship. I would, maybe in a relationship, maybe dating, although I don't know what kind of dates you can go on in a zombie apocalypse, um, but yeah, they seem to be living together, basically. Um, he then gets a list off of Eugene when they get in the car, um, I couldn't really hear Eugene, sometimes I struggle to hear, hear him, nothing with the, nothing wrong with the actor, it's the way the character's set to speak. I think, well, prior to this, like, recording, I did watch the episode again, yeah, I watched and it I, twice, yeah. I did struggle with the first time watching it when it was live. Um, hearing what uh, Eugene was saying, but it was, I think he was just suggesting places for them to go. Um, really, like saying which parts would probably be clear of being uh, looted or um, oh, yeah, barren, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he gives them that list and then they drive off. Uh, he closes the gate behind him and that. We then get a quite cool little uh, scene with Rick and Daryl where. Um, I can't remember what the name of the song was, um, but uh, Rick puts the yeah, CD in, and Daryl's like, no, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, I love that little, like, bromance moment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he puts that in, and then Rick starts, like, clicking his fingers, and uh, they play the music, and he drives off. That was really funny. Um, kind of added to the, you know, happiness of the episode. Um, of course, because they've just survived a massive attack to their home, so they're going to be quite happy. Um, at this point, um, a lot of people said that, like, because he's playing loud music and driving away from Alexandria, it would hopefully draw any nearby. Obviously, we didn't see any zombies outside the gate, but it would draw any near zombies away from their home, which is true because they're driving away from Alexandria. Um, so yeah, that's quite a good, quite a good idea to do that. Um, yeah, I didn't think of that actually. I mean, I did. There was <coughs> the one uh, walker that was like pinned against the car with the massive pole. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I didn't think of like that as, like, an idea. That's a good 
thing I didn't catch that. Mm. No, I didn't catch it. I I won't take credit for that, but I got it off a uh, another podcast that I listened to. Um, so yeah, I didn't quite notice that, but uh, yeah, that was one of the things that someone noticed. Um, um, yeah, I did actually want to mention quickly. Um, yeah, sure. Like the scene after this when they turn into the um, like the I guess sort of like garage where they get the uh, truck from. Mm. Um, if you look on the uh, door, it says saw gum. And I thought that's quite funny. I don't know if it's like, like intentionally done like that as like a little nod to the whole uh, toothpaste joke at the beginning. But I thought yeah. it was quite funny, like that they had saw gum. Yeah, yeah, probably. I mean, with shows like this, I don't think they put anything in by accident. Uh, yeah. I mean, last week's car could be debated whether that was an accident or not. But when something's like intentionally put in like that, uh, that's quite clear. I think it's deliberate. Um, yeah. I'll get I'll get to a particular thing to do with that uh, later in the episode. Um, I'll, I'll see if you know what I'm talking about later. But then we, um, yeah, we move on. We get the titles, of course, uh, which are always pretty cool. Um, and then we... Is that when we come back and they're there, I think? I yeah. think we're around there, yeah. The, yeah. Uh, just before Jesus turns up. Um, so they find, like, a vending machine, try and uh, get that sort of going with them, and then they find, you know, they lift up that garage door, and they find um, quite a lot of good stuff in there. They find some toothpaste. Someone said there's a pasta maker in there, or a pasta maker, pasta, pasta. Um... Maker in there, which is apparently uh-huh. an Easter egg for uh, when Aaron and that was looking for them. Yeah, okay. I remember that episode. There was like, if you ever come across a past maker, yeah. Um, yeah. I can't remember the person's name, but they were on about that one woman wanting to make pasta. Mm, I think she died, but. <laughs> yeah, uh, probably. Yeah. Was, was that the woman that uh, Carol was looking at? She was smoking, and then the wolf came up and. I think it was. Her. It might be now. I think yeah. it was either that one, or it was the one that was um, stabbed by the stairs. Maybe, yeah, probably. Uh, I think she's dead now. So um, most of them are. <laughs> most of yeah. the Alexandrians. Um, yeah. So then we get them doing things with like supplies and stuff. Then they chain up this. Uh, well, they're trying to attach the chains to the um, van that they've got. And then Daryl, Daryl, Rick's kind of like, you know, this is chained up, this is a bit odd. And then, literally, Jesus bumps into them, uh, or bumps into Rick, uh, takes his keys, and then uh, he introduces himself. I can't remember what he said his last name is, but... Um, it wasn't Smith, Monroe, um, yeah, it yeah. was Paul Roday or something like that, Rodro right. or something. Yeah, something with an R. Um, I'm just going to call him Jesus, so, um, yeah. I doubt a lot of characters will call him Paul, because, yeah, Jesus is just easier to say as well, and it's cooler. Um, I do have a feeling on one character who will call him Paul, and will refuse to call him Jesus, Gabriel? and that's Father Gabriel, yeah, Father yeah. Gabriel, I read. Oh, that reminds me, someone said, uh, the podcast I was listening to, someone said, um, what about if, uh, you know, during the night when, um, we get him, let's just say we get him popping up later, if he had uh, um, knocked on the church, and then if Gabriel would have been in there, and he's like, who, who are you? And he's like, I'm Jesus. How on earth would Gabriel react to that? 
Um, of course, we haven't seen his reaction to Jesus yet, so that should be very interesting uh, to see how a priest reacts to a guy who, who causes himself Jesus. Um, <coughs> yes, yeah, it should be pretty funny. Uh, so he bumps into Rick and then takes his keys. He introduces himself. Uh, they both, all three of them, say that they haven't got a camp, basically. Um, and then he says, you know, there's walkers that are 11 minutes from you. Then they talk for a bit, and he then says, you better run, they're probably 7 minutes now. And then Rick tries to sneak in one of his three questions, which is, uh, how many walkers have you killed? And then he just sort of, like, says, I don't have time to answer. And then he's like, you should go. And then he drives off. Uh, and then you get the firecrackers. Did you think that was someone shooting? Or did you think it was something else? Um, I did think at first it was someone shooting. <coughs> mm. Like, I thought yeah. maybe Paul's lied, and there was, like, a group of them hiding behind, like, this little station. And, um, they're, they're just, like, alerted by all the walks coming. But then it didn't cross my mind that it could be firecrackers until now. Yeah. Yeah. Um... What was I going to say? Yeah, so we get that. Uh, I actually think that Jesus planned everything that he yeah. that he tried to do. Um, apart from getting himself hit in the head by uh, the truck. Yeah, I don't think he had that planned. Um, but I think everything else that he did, he had planned, I think. Uh, so we move on, and then Rick and Daryl realise that... Uh, Jesus nicks the keys, uh, he drives off, and then uh, they try and track him down. I think he, I can't remember the exact reason why he did stop, but um, I think he planned oh, that as well, so that they would It was the uh, tyre, tyre popped on it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then before that you get a cool little scene of Rick and Daryl stopping off for a refreshment of soda, because they find the uh, vending machine, and... Uh, I think it's already either broken or they break it, and um, Daryl takes the soda out, starts drinking that, gives it to Rick, he drinks it, and then they uh, continue running. Uh, and then, yeah, I think the next bit is we catch up with, should we talk about, like, stuff with Enid and Carl? Yeah, we could do, yeah. Yeah, um, so we see them in, I assume they have some kind of little spot or something? Cause yeah, I think it's near the tree, which, if you remember in um, season five, when Carl sees Enid, like, climbing over the gate, it's near that area where they met again, um, outside the, like, fence, <coughs> and, like, they hid in the tree when all the walkers were passing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then he is, this is nothing I was going to say, he is reading uh, the Invincibles comic. Have you heard of ah. that? Yeah, I didn't say, catch that one. Yeah, I see another comic comic by uh, Rob Co Robert Kirkman, who of course created The Walking Dead. So that's why that's there. Um, apparently, in season five, he was reading a comic with something to do with wolves. Uh, before the wolves turned up. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> mm, that's cool little um, Easter eggs yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I remember in um, season. One, he used to have a t-shirt, which was another, like, reference to one of Robert Kirkman's comics. What, what one was that? Oh, I can't, can't remember now what the uh, t-shirt was. It might have been, but yeah. it was like a sort of, like, mm. a, 
an atom, I think, or something weird. It's hard to remember. I haven't watched season one in so long. Yeah, it might be no cost. Um, yeah, so we get seen. What did you make of all this Glenn and Enid stuff? I thought it was like a nice little uh, thing seeing Enid sort of settle back in. I mean, there was the conversation just before they went out where she was talking to Maggie. Um, yeah, and Maggie was yeah. asking her where she's been and all that. Mm. I thought maybe they're taking Enid down the story that Sophia had in the comics. I think that's exactly what they're doing now, yeah. Now that they've had the kind of interactions with Maggie and Glenn and that. Glenn, uh, yeah. I think that's exactly what they're doing. So, yeah, I agree with you there. Uh, which should be interesting, see how she takes that one. Um, so maybe the actress will be around for a while, the character will be around for a while, hopefully. Because um, we don't like people to die, do we? <laughs> no, unless it's um, by the hands of Negan. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I would say in this show now, there's I can't really think of anyone that I want to die. Maybe Morgan, but he's they've kind of got over that thing now. Um, I, th I think with Morgan, I do want to see him develop a bit more. Yeah, I mean, um, although he's still in the show, we've not seen a ton of him. Because he was on and off the show for some of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then we go to... She go back to Jesus, Daryl and Rick. We then see... Uh, Jesus, like, use his... Um, he's a martial artist. So we see him use his um, fighting skills on Rick and Daryl. Uh, um, which, that was really cool. And then... Yeah, uh, eventually, the little they eventually get the upper hand, aim the gun at him, uh, and then he asks an interesting question and says, um, do you even have any ammo? Oh, that was um, funny, that scene. I love that scene. Yeah. Because uh, if you remember, the, the wolf that approached Morgan at the start of season five uh, didn't have any ammo in his gun. So maybe there's, oh, a, yeah. few, maybe there's a few other little characters walking around that uh, might not have ammo. Um, and someone suspected that the bikers that were intimidating uh, Rick and everyone uh, Daryl, Sasha and Abraham that, that they might not have had ammo so maybe not um, ah, it, it's still an interesting tactic to use because it still intimidates someone um, mm. and then you can maybe just whack them in the head or something I don't know um, but you then see uh, they kind of kind of capture Jesus uh, and then they see a walker, and they both go to shoot it at the same time. Uh, I think Rick actually gets the kill. Um, and then they tie him up, get the bag back, get the um, stuff back, and eventually we find out he got on the roof. Um, yeah, that was really weird, that. I couldn't understand how he got on there, but I was <coughs> trying to figure out how he probably cut the ropes and jumped on. Mm. Well, Rick, Rick, Rick noticed oh, what said to him... Uh, I've loosened them slightly, and maybe he's good at getting out of ropes. Yeah. Maybe. The other yeah. thing I noticed that there was the uh, tyre, which, um, if you looked at the rim carefully, on the one that he'd like taken off from the truck, there was like a bit of a crack in it, so I thought maybe he um, cut one of the ropes quickly, like, before it like sped up and he was unable to catch up to it, because Rick and Daryl didn't really look outside, they like vehicle itself to see if he was still there yeah it's possible yeah um I did think you know when you uh, get to a scene and Daryl's like can you hear that I thought maybe he it might be slightly less possible but if it was underneath 
because on certain, certain vehicles you can hold on underneath. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. So that would have been interesting. But yeah, they find him on the roof, and then uh, Rick's like, I'm going to slam on the brakes, and then he falls off. Um, and then you get quite the funny uh, chasing scene with uh, Daryl and Jesus, and they're like chasing each other. Um, and then Rick goes and deals with a few zombies. Um, and then eventually the truck falls into the river. Some people said that they should have just dived in there and got some stuff that they could have maybe still gotten, which is true. Uh, but they were trying to deal with him. Uh, Jesus could have killed Daryl as well in this episode. Because uh, yeah. he actually aimed the gun at him and he was like, duck. Uh, so he actually saved his life. So we apparently can trust Jesus. Um, the, the character, I mean. Um, so what did you make of all this scenes? I thought it was really funny, really good. Uh, I thought I thought it was really well put together. Like um, one of the people on the page, who's also called Daryl, was saying that when he was watching the scene of Daryl chasing Jesus, he just imagined the Benny Hill music. And then when I was like rewatching it again, I could uh, sort of imagine the Benny Hill music yeah, going really well with that made scene. A YouTube video about. Yeah. <laughs> well, of course someone did. It's the internet. Someone's going to do that, aren't they? You know. um, and then the other thing, which I noticed, was they also said it on Talking Dead, um, about how the, they just imagine Benny Hill, and it was just like, it's really well put together, and they had yeah. a new actor for, no, not new actor, new director for the whole episode. Um, it was, I can't remember who it was, but she was one who'd worked on Fear the Walking Dead. Interesting. Interesting. So it was like a new way of yeah, um, experimenting. Putting across the episode. Yeah, yeah, I thought yeah. I could definitely see the difference in the episode. And I was really impressed yeah, by it. Yeah. Yeah, completely agree. Um, so what do you think of the character of Jesus overall, now that we got his full introduction? Oh, I'm just impressed by him. I mm. mean, I love his, like, martial arts skills. I can see why he survived for so long. Um, yeah. I mean, he's really intelligent and... You can see that through the, the whole little tactic he does with Rick. I mean, I was as I was rewatching the episode, I was looking at like the sleight of hand that he does when he takes Rick's keys. And if you look carefully, you can actually see him do it, which is pretty cool. Oh, cool! Right. Um, yeah, I tried, but, like, to, whole, I tried to on my second watch, but uh, it's, that scene was so fast. Um, yeah, it really yeah. was. Mm. Um, yeah. But like. But the whole plan of like making it across or coming across that he's trying to get away from uh, um, walkers and that he's with no one else uh, really worked out well for him. And I can see that if that's his tactic for approaching a lot of things, coming across as like the weak uh, sort of bystander to things, uh, yeah. he can be trusted by anyone. I think that's going to work well in his favour for surviving through the mm. apocalypse. I hope he didn't hurt Daryl when he breaks up because Rick said that Daryl was watching him but uh, I yeah. think Daryl's fine Daryl's fine don't freak out everyone <laughs> uh, I've seen some people like see fake articles that say this is going to be Daryl's final season Daryl's going to leave the end of the season which has gone on for the last six years um, and people just freak out so don't worry Daryl should be fine he should be yeah, fine yeah I can't see too. Jesus as being like the killer no and that that won't. That definitely won't make people like him. So, you know. Um, what else have? Ah, uh, yeah, we have all the stuff with um, 
Diana, or Zombie Diana, uh, Spencer, Michonne, what did you think of this stuff? I thought it was really good, like, I mean, especially, like, the fact that Carl, uh, brought Di- uh, Diana to, um, Spencer. Like, yeah. I, I think, uh, Enid didn't yeah. understand what was going on. Yeah, because he's been there before, kind of thing, with Laurie. Yeah, with, yeah, so, I think, I think Enid probably thinks Carl's a bit of a freak now, uh, who's, Maybe. like, a zombie lover now, but, um... <laughs> Really, it was a beautiful scene, I thought, like, bringing someone, cl- well, close to getting that closure of seeing who they should find and having the opportunity to do it themselves. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was, yeah, you know, I really enjoyed it as well. But I think the way he, um, like, the way Spencer grabs Diana, maybe he wanted to look at her while he killed her because he's kind of got her right in his face and then he stabs yeah. her um, in the back of the head and then you just see her sort of it's almost like watching a robot shut down like they're all making all this noise and uh, like let's say you have a robot toy and you turn it on and then you just take the batteries out kind of like that and then just shuts down but that's kind of you know what zombies do and that's it sort of thing uh, do you get what I mean like she sort of she was all like growling and stuff slowly put yeah. her and then she just sort of Shut down, kind of thing. But yeah, obviously emotional for Spencer because that's his mother. Um, I think Michonne was a good, very good supporting character to have for that kind of scene because um, obviously she's been through some things as well with uh, family and that. Um, <coughs> if it, were, I didn't know if that would have worked with any of the other characters. Um, let's just check my notes very quickly. Um, So, I think that's most of it. Uh, should we talk about... Unless I've missed something, the Michonne and Rick stuff? Oh, that was pretty funny. I mean, the amount of, like, uh, memes and mm. jokes I've seen about, uh, that little scene. It's just hilarious. Yeah. The, um, Eugene one. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, I saw that one. That was yeah. hilarious. Uh, the other one I saw was when the, uh, sex is so good, you see Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> That one made me laugh. That was uh, posted by, um, I think her name's Lena, on the Walking Dead page. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that one. I just cracked up at that. I was like, I was at uni at the time, and I was trying not to, like, laugh too much. Yeah. But it was just a golden opportunity. Yeah. It, it was very good. Yeah. Um, I'll get to it probably in a moment, but uh, there was a very, very good scene. I really enjoyed it with... Um, when Michonne gets back, and then Carl is with Judith, and they have a chat um, about things like that, and then he says, I think he says to her, I would have done it for you as I see you as family. He says something really similar to that anyway. Yeah. I thought that was really touching. Um, it, was, it was a lovely scene, that. Yeah, because he's almost like, she's almost like the mother, mother, uh, motherly figure to Figure, uh, yeah. Her, and then... Uh, course Judith as well so then they have a nice little hug um The Walking Dead's brilliant at doing those kind of scenes it just really is like it, it is I mean it felt like so long since you've had a scene where it's been emotion pure like pure emotion yeah uh, rather than just like zombie killing or some like anger Rick or mm. anything really so it was nice to have that little touching <laughs> moment where they could be human again Mm. Yeah, it was, it was very nice. Uh, the acting was spot on. Um, 
yeah, it was just brilliant. Walking Dead's fantastic at doing that. Of course, it's a character-driven show, really. So uh, that's why McFarlane makes figures and makes you know money and sells them because people want Daryl and Rick and Michonne and Carl and everyone on the shelf, just like I do. Because uh, I've got yeah, I've got a fair few figures now. So um, yeah, it's awesome to see them on my shelf. Uh, have you got any figures? What did you think of the uh, blue balloon scene? With, like, the notes. Yeah. Uh, I hope they go back to that, and uh, hopefully we see what that's about. But it was very interesting. I thought it'd be, like, a nice little Easter egg if they put it in, like, the Fear of the Walking Dead. Like, say, one of them writes a note from the boat or something. Oh, that would be good, yeah. If it said, like, Travis at the bottom. Or, yeah. Or um, Nick or... Uh, I've forgotten their names. Alicia? Yeah, Alicia. Yeah, Alicia. Yeah, that would be, like, we need help. And then at the bottom, Travis. That would be a nice touch. Mm. I thought that would be, like, a, like, it would just be so, like, cool. Like, if that was, like, like say, the season finale of uh, 2. So that they merge it together. Yeah, they get one back in the season 2 finale. <laughs> that says from uh, Carl or Enid. That would be, that'd be very good. Yeah. yeah, I think it'd probably be needed, but that would be like a nice little thing to do if they did do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so that's almost it for the episode. Um, if we touch properly on the Rick and Michonne stuff, did you see it coming? From Honestly, uh, I, mean, I, I couldn't see it coming straight away. I was like, nah. Because I've heard people say like, that they feel it's going to happen. I was just like, I don't see it. I can't imagine it. Like, I always thought she'd probably get with Morgan or someone like that, because, like, Morgan seems like a peaceful kind, and Michonne's quite the same. Like, they're both, like, to go for the more peaceful option. So I thought that would be, like, the thing. But now I, th- I can see it happening, like, with Rick and Michonne, obviously because it's been on screen, but the fact that they both can hold their own, so this one might not get bitten or mm. killed or That's safe, like, uh, I die. Think, I think they said two weeks they've lived together. Someone got confused and said it might be two months. I think it's two weeks the time skip. Oh, uh, no, it is two months. It was a mention on Talking Dead that was two it? months oh. have passed. Okay. My apologies. Um, yeah, it's just that uh, Rick said something about two weeks. I thought it was two weeks. But, uh, yeah, two months would seem fairly more... Uh, more like, appropriate. Yeah, more of a space to breathe of time. Do you know what I mean? Like, for the yeah. uh, stories to uh, flesh out and stuff. Yeah. Um, so I, th- I think that was definitely their first time together, because of the way they sort of, like, looked at each other and stuff. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but do you know like the fact that they've expanded Alexandria as well? I know that doesn't really relate to Rick or Michonne, but no, no, it was pretty cool that yeah. they've expanded it now. Yeah, it's very... Uh, Hopefully for the foreseeable future, um, we keep Alexandra in the show. Uh, they probably paid enough. They probably paid a lot of money for it as well to uh, yeah. do that. So um, I know. I think it's because I, mean, I read something that said um, that those houses were borrowed from someone or something. Like they had yeah, to, I heard that. paid some residents, and they also said, you know, with the um, you know with the poles that keep the fences up? Oh yes. That the reason they were on the outside is because the residents wouldn't give permission for those to be on the inside. Oh. 
So, okay. if you're wondering why the poles are on the outside, there you go. And that was um, on the actual official Walking Dead site. And then uh, a fan commented and said, why are the poles on the outside? And then the official Walking Dead commented back, and then they said this is why. So, there you go. Because I thought it was a bit strange. Like, I was watching it earlier, and I was like, that just seems impractical to have the poles on the outside. Yeah, because the idea would be, you know, if someone something pushes the wall in, the poles are there to hold it up. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Blame the residents, I guess. Well, it's not too much of a problem, really, but, uh, you know, that's, that's the reason. Uh, yeah, I, I like the fact that, I really, really like the fact that Rick and Michonne together, I think it's, it rounds up that kind of family storyline really well. Yeah, got, all he, it really yeah, brings it all together, yeah, I feel. The four of them, Rick, Carl... Uh, I'm almost a Dal, because I'm used to just saying Rick and Dal. Um, Rick, Carl, Michonne, Judith, all like one sort of family now. Yeah. Uh, so, like, the one thing I was wondering was, um, where's, where is everyone sleeping like now? Because I assume Daryl's living with Rick and Michonne, because when Rick gets back to the house and Michonne's there as well, uh, he says that he left Daryl to watch uh, Jesus. So I'm wondering if, like, G uh, not Jesus, if Daryl's living with Rick as well. I would think Daryl would live on his own. He's kind of like that lone character. And this is yeah, like the lone wolf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I doubt it, but uh, I think he might be living on his own. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, because Rick said to him, Rick said to Michelle and Daryl's watching Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, uh, which is in the basement where, uh, not the basement, that downstairs area bit where, um, Morgan kept the wolf. Yeah, and like where they kept Rick in season five. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. So, I don't know if that's, I think they're just keeping him there. Um, I think Daryl may be living somewhere else. Maybe, um, maybe with Carol. Who knows? Yeah, possibly. <laughs> Do, you think, <laughs> Do you think that will ever happen? Do you think that will ever happen? Um. Daryl and Carol. Carol and Carol. I think it's been too. <laughs> I think it's been too long for them, really. Like I thought in season three, when they were at the prison, there was all that stuff. Like <coughs> on the, when they got into the prison, Carol went over to him and said, uh, "Can I have a massage?" Sort of thing. And then it just sort of dragged yeah. on. Carol like became more tough. They went on that uh, yeah. hunt to find Beth and all that. Yeah. But it just seems um, like they've sort of dragged it out too much now. So now it's like. They haven't had enough screen time together to even like have that feeling that they're still going to be together. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe one day. Maybe one day. Um, someone, someone said to me before, if you take the, you know, you have those ship names, ship names, um, like Rishon, you have now. Um, yeah. If you take Daryl and Carol, and you say Daryl and Carol. It's just their actual names. Yeah, I thought that when I first like. I mean, the, I mean, it's O, it's O O L for Carol, and then D A R Y L. But it's the same Arrow at the end, you know, Carol, Daryl. So yeah. it doesn't really make a difference. So uh, yeah, uh, I wonder if someone else has given them a different ship name. But anyway, yeah, that's if the episode. Basically, um, we do see Jesus pop up at the end of the bed, and, 
says Rick. And then they get up. That made me They get up really quickly, Rashawn and uh, Rick. And of course, Rick got well, I noticed Rick gets up first, and then he sort of grabs the cover, just sort of like whipping it off Michonne. And I was like, wow, that's very appropriate, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. I do, like, I was watching Talking Dead, and at first I was like, I couldn't figure out whose voice it was. Because I thought he was one of the group, but then I was like, hold on, why would he be one of the group? It'd be like, it'd be probably Jesus. <laughs> but they were saying, like, it was, they yeah. thought it was Carl to begin with on Talking Dead, and I was like, but Carl would just say Dad. So I was just like, yeah, imagine if he was Carl when he walked yeah. in. That'd be creepy. Yeah, uh, but he says Rook, then they get up. Michonne gets her sword out. I don't know if she's going to leap across the bed and stab him. Um, and then Rick has... You can see the... Uh, on like the bird's eye view shot of the two of them, Rick's gun is noticeably like quite close to him. Uh, can I imagine they all still sleep next to weapons and stuff? Um, I personally... Yeah, I, mean, I personally have them like... with me at all times. Uh, like, all times. Uh, mm. You never know. You just never know. So, Not necessarily a gun, but always at least have a knife on you. Uh, whether you're... Yeah. In a bath, whether you're sleeping, eating, running, walking, laying down, just have a knife on you, all the time. Uh, yeah. So then, yeah, they get up, and then he says, we need to talk. And then, da -da 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 -da. get the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh man, it's such a good episode though, yeah, like the it was, way it's just really been structured. Yeah. Uh rating? I'd probably say I'm gonna I'm gonna be really generous and like just give it a ten out of ten because it was it had everything that I love about The Walking Dead. It had the humour, it had comedy, it had some horror, um, it had the emotion, it just had everything that I love about Walking Dead. Yeah. Uh, so 10 from you, I'd say, I gave last week an easy 10, I'd give this, uh, yeah, 10 as well, yeah, I can't see any, I have no complaints, so, if you have I mean, no complaints, it's a perfect episode, so, uh, yeah, they've, I mean, I mean, they've really done well with uh, this season, like, so far, I mean, like, the first part of the season was, it was a bit shaky, I felt like, it was good, but it wasn't, like, a little bit uh, the best, but, They've really they're bringing their A game now, and I I'm just like it's getting me so pumped for the season finale when we finally get to see Negan. Yeah, yeah. That's just going to be like the best day of my life when we see Negan and like we hear Jeffrey Morgan just speaking. Yeah. Oh, I want to I before obviously I've still got like six weeks, but I was going to look up on YouTube just to see some of his acting. Cause I've never I've seen very very short clips of him, but I'd like to see like a scene with him. And I don't care what character he's playing, I just want to see him. Yeah, acting. Uh, I mean, the the best movie I've seen, which is one of his most recent ones, <coughs> is called Heist. It's it's he's basically playing like some guy who's just going to do anything to protect his family, mm. sort of thing. If any listeners uh, watch, uh, or if you watch as well, The Good Wife, uh, there was a new episode because uh, Channel Four at some point showed an uh, advert for a new episodes, and it showed him. So uh, I don't know if he'll be staying in The Good Wife because uh, you know. Walking Dead needs you, and you're gonna come. Um, yeah. Yeah. Not saying a good wife's bad. I've ever seen it, so I can't read it or anything. So, um, but uh, when the Walking Dead needs you, you you go. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, he's he's 
tops, like, for it. I, I mean, I was looking at all the possible actors that could have played Negan, mm. and a lot of them are really good actors. Like, I mean, you have uh, Patrick Warburton, so, like, he's been in... Um, he's been in Family Guys, like, Joe Swanson. Uh, he's mm. in... Uh, what else has he been in? He's been in um, oh, Rules of Engagement. He's been in quite a lot. It's, it's a oh, comedy actor, oh, maybe. Oh, the... Yeah, I know who you're talking about, yeah. He would have made a decent yeah. Negan, yeah. He, yeah. he would have been a good Negan, but I, I'm mm. so glad that they went I mean, with Jeffrey Dean I mean, I've seen him in his Rules of Engagement as a comedy, so for him to switch to such a serious character would be very interesting. But um, Yeah, I yeah. mean, I, I know him mainly for comedies, because, I mean, he's in Family Guy as well as the voice of Joe Swanson. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't seen Family Guy for a while, so I've forgotten to the cast. Um... But it does come back on Monday at 9, which I don't imagine anyone will watch over The Walking Dead if you're listening to this. But, uh, yeah, it comes back on Monday. Um, Family Guy, because the ITV2 thing. Uh, and yeah, I think that's it for the episode, that's it for the podcast. Uh, where can people find you? Twitter? Anything? Or, uh, you uh, well, can find me. Anything like that? Or. Twitter, you can find me at, I think it's Ash. Uh, Ninja Kitty Ash um, mm-hmm. on my <coughs> WordPress is the same Ninja Kitty Ash and yeah I think that's it YouTube as well as Ninja Kitty Ash oh, cool. so most just look up just gaming uh, nice. sometimes vlogs just yeah. whatever fancy yes cool yeah nice uh, you can follow me on Twitter at imattynemeth 94 Nemeth is N E M E T H, so that's I Matty Nemeth 94. Again, Nemeth is N E M E T H. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if someone asked me how to spell that because it wouldn't definitely wouldn't be the first time. Um, yeah, so you can follow me on Twitter at I Matty Nemeth 94. Uh, you can follow my blog uh, site at Matt Nemeth blogging.wordpress.com you can find all the other um, stuff that I do as well as well as a weekly Xbox One podcast um, if you look in the about section of the profile you'll find links to everything there because uh, I made sure I added them all uh, um, or if you'd like me to send you a link just message me on Twitter um, if you'd like to send in anything Walking Dead related for us to read or anything like that email it or tweet it to us, uh, uh, either me or Ash or anyone else that's been on the podcast. Or you can email it to um, imatty94 at hotmail.co.uk if you'd like us to talk about anything Walking Dead um, specific. Uh, yeah, that's it from me. Um, yeah, that's it from you, Ash. <coughs> uh, yeah, that's it from me. Thanks for listening, guys. We had quite a few listeners uh, last week, 190-something. So, yeah, thank you for listening. Nice, nice. Keep it Um, up, guys. Even if you didn't listen all the way through, you clicked on play, which I highly appreciate. So, um, you checked us out, you know. So, thank you very much to those people. Um, Yeah, we shall see you next week. Bye-bye. See you soon.